I wanna be the best in the game. Invest in my name. Check no restraints. I'm obsessed with the pain. I ingest, I retain, assess, and I change. Possessed by the thought I'll be free one day from society's restraints. Money, clout, and fame. Mud disease, a plague. We all love to hate. Have to play the game. Have to make a name. All our insecurities are on this display. This is war with the enemy. Think that it was meant to be. Hello and welcome, listener, to another episode of Tactical Awareness. It's season two, episode four, and we're into Escalation Leagues. Uh, in this episode, we're going to go through talking about how we're going to be running a five-game escalation here in my studio, uh, as well as what everyone's starting for new factions in ITS Season 15. Uh, we are rejoined by Dan back from Florida, so let's see what everyone's doing and get this underway. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. <laughs> perfect timing. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Um... Well, this is gonna be this is gonna be uh, a non-ITS fifteen episode, kind of tangentially related to ITS fifteen, because I put together the Slow Grow League document, um, and that's gonna give us a chance to go over the uh, direct action missions just briefly, because they're the ones we can play right now, because they don't require a deck, an ITS deck. <laughs> Have you guys managed to get your hands on the decks yet? No. Have they shown up though at all? No. Nope. And sold it. No, I didn't think so. Okay, yeah, because we don't have them either yet here. <laughs> I don't think so. I thought, I thought for all those reasons, yeah, it wasn't going to happen. So <laughs> we also do not have access to ITS decks here in Ontario yet. Um, so we're finding a way to keep going because I don't want to wait any longer to start my ITS 15 army. Like I want to start on the, the uh, whatchamacallit, the Hack Islam, and Jordan wants to start in his NCA. So we wrote up the draft and conveniently it means we can play direct action from the beginning of it. Uh, I'm also posting up on the Patreon if anybody in the Patreon wants to do it. Um, and just like tag along, but I'm just gonna chart my progress. Um, it's five missions, <clears throat> which conveniently lets you parse the thing uh, in like 50 point stages. So we'll go over that in a bit, but we also get to do the mailbag and then catch up and see if anybody's done anything infinity related since we last chatted. Dan is back from the wilds of Florida, uh, survived Hello. his trip. <laughs> I, I, did you do anything infinity related while you're in Florida? No. I brought some like disc golf to like play some disc golf and hopefully not like throw it into a lake and have to fight a gator for it back. Yeah. And then I didn't even find time for that. But you know, it was it was fun. It was busy. It was hot. It was on my glasses like fogged up every time I walked outside. Oh so. yeah. 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 You go. It's funny because like you're in Alberta and you're at like zero percent humidity right now. It's already starting to snow and get cold. And then you go down there and it's like a hundred percent humidity. It's like getting punched in the face and you get off that plane. Yeah, it's actually down to negative 12 in Calgary today. Is it really? Is it snowing? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. We had about a foot of snow. It's full yeah. on winter. I like walked full outside. I was winter. like, oh, so excited. winter. What? Why? Tremendous. <laughs> Excellent. No notes. I love that it just it didn't fuck around at all. It just went straight to winter. <laughs> like immediately, you guys have like a second of fall. It's like full fall here. Like we have like the, the leaves down and it's very Halloween y. Everything smells like rotting leaves and, and the melting of dog shit. Which is the usual fall MO for Ontario. We had we had like two to three weeks of fall. That's like two weeks more than usual. Wow. I mean, you missed it though, because you're in Florida. <laughs> you came uh, back and it was just instantly winter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just instantly winter instead. <clears throat> Went directly to winter. Do not do not pass Florida. Do, do not go directly to uh to fall. Uh what about you, Owen? Any infinity related activities over the course of the last week? I mean, not really. I've mostly been just thinking about it <laughs> i've been busy moving and with work and right. so i haven't really done anything infinity related other than 
as I've been moving and packing and moving models around, I've been thinking about what I want to play in some upcoming events and just right. in general. And I've got a bit of a combined army kick right now. So Ooh, I did see you posted a uh a unit drawn bashroid heavy army list. It has real spud list energy vibes. If I'm being honest, it looks like a spud list because it's leaning hard into something that hardly anyone takes, which is Unidron Batrods, which made me laugh. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I think there's something there. Um, I'm, uh, I was talking to Dan about it the other day, and there's, there's something to be said about five-man pure link with a plasma that can get marksmanship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, they and, just go to burst three because it's just carbines, but it's still pretty cool. Sure, but the sniper also goes to three, and that sure means does. that sniper entirely ignores cover when it shoots at you. Yeah, sure does. Yeah, because it templates you, and ignores it for marksmanship. He's marksmanship template, which means yeah. it's like, all right, here it comes. Yeah, it's BS seventeen now. Three shots. It, on it's kind of like the. Um, it's kind of like the. Like it doesn't have visor, but it almost does a little bit because of the way that it ignores cover. So it's kind of like an on steroids version of the Yaogat. One less burst, but because it's doing an armor to BTS because of the plasma, it has the effectively like the double action roll. And it's an AoE, mm-hmm. like, which is something to be said there. Damage 14 yeah. BTS. And then the uh the defensive side of it, you get a firewall in that group because obviously they're remote, so hacking is a threat, mm-hmm. but it pumps them to BTS effectively nine. Yeah, that's not bad. You can shrug a lot of the scary, like even things that would be really bad, like isolation or carbonite. You need like fives or sevens, then you'll pass them. And it's like, oh, that's not bad at all. Even even not passing them, it's a big discouragement for people even to target them and waste the orders. You know what I mean? Because like even even if you like you have better odds, I think it's almost even the psychological effect of like oh yeah they're like nine you know what i mean like you're just not gonna yeah. try i think yeah. well i think if someone throws a couple pictures your way then you have to like sacrifice a few dudes to try to kill them and like it'd be you know like if they had like a half decent hacker net they could they can mess some things up but i feel like it's just like a little bump like it's not a sh- fully shut down and the yeah. nice thing is that you have two additional harrises on top of that core link mm-hmm. and, and so they can they can cut out if like if the core link gets shut down by some kind of hacker or mine or some like big suppressing guy, one of the other Harris's can come at him from the side with K1 or plasma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're effectively the, the K1 is a big deal too, because it's burst four. And, and you can and throw marksmanship around still. You sure can. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say they're a bit like the Daikini link. Just like the they're they're basically, I mean, it's that thing where there's always mirrors between combined army and ALF, right? They're kind of like the Dakini link, which means that they have all the same weaknesses and all the same strengths. So if you handle them like a Daikini link that has slightly different weapon loadouts and not having, uh, not having mimetism that the Dakinis get, I think is a big deal because yeah, mimetism sure. is pretty powerful, but getting dogged in return mm-hmm. opens up a lot of choices because mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you can be like, you know what? He just needs to live one more turn. Like yep. just, just stay alive and it'll all work out. Way harder to dig out. Yeah. And then right. even if they go down, you can bring your, uh, your good buddy, Dr. Wormbot, and <laughs> all of them have two levels of unconscious. They do, yeah. yeah. If you activate Dog of the Straight to Dead, they skip the second level, but you could you could actually, funnily enough, the, you could the activate... The other side of that. Yeah. yeah, what's funny is you could be down on your first unconscious, take a wound again, 
and activate dogged i'm pretty sure no you can't activate dogged if you're already oh sorry you could take two wounds yeah. off your first wound and still i still activate dogged is what you could do yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I, I was trying to think of there's a way you could like be down and, and pop back up, but you can't do that. No, you can't the, do that one. Yeah. Um, and then they also have discover plus three, so their whips aren't very good at a twelve, but mm-hmm. it kind of offsets that. Yeah, and so like discover. the discover shoot ain't bad. And then eighteen when they're in their link, and he still has marksmanship. Yeah. As something discover shoot on eighteen seventeen, I wouldn't let that roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be no, like, no. I have to react now. It ain't bad. Yeah. And they can bad. all link with one another. And so if people start dying, you just pick new guys up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's something there. I mean, it's I, I think it's just one of those things where people kind of ignore it in favor of like power Harris's or like whatever the best you can get out of the link there is. Um, and there's a tag. And there's a tag. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like there was a tags. discussion about whether or not it was going to be the Cascuda or the Sphinx. Because you can do both. Mm-hmm. It just depends on how many links you want to have. Yeah, I like the Cascudo. I, I I like him for how cheap he is, and I like his like ability just to show up up table. I think he's cool. In the current season, I think is the only time because of the ability on any exclusion line to just yeah. guarantee it. Because yeah. like he's too expensive to risk it if you didn't have that auto do. You risk a roll. Yeah, absolutely. Even yeah. if you can get it down to a fifteen percent failure rate. 85% chance of success is a 0% chance I mean, he'll of success. Always be, he'll, but he'll always be able to parachutist. He doesn't right? have parachutist. He has AD. Does not so, include parachutist? No. no. Oh, really? Oh, I thought you said it included <laughs> both. It's just because it was level it used 2 to. include both, right? They normally yeah. have both. Huh. Most yeah, people yeah. have both, but not always. Huh. Yeah. So his he his doesn't. basically his bonus is going to be the, uh, the seasonal bonus for now. Hmm. I mean, he yeah. might, and his profile might change too because it's a reinforcement profile right now. So they might. No, I think. I think is, all no, of those no, things. This are, is his. This no, no, is I know what I'm saying is because because they're new. Like I'm saying, I think they're all subject to change after the first season. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they got tweaks going into the next season. I mean, maybe. So I I did get a game in, bef- like last last week, but then I wasn't here for the whatever episode. We'll do so. I was, I was trying to force, ISS. Using uh with uh spamming the hollow echo because I was like hollow echo is cool. I would ah. make it work. It doesn't work. It just, <laughs> what do it's you so mean? sad. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean you've had one game. No, it was t- it's been two games now trying to do it. And basically hollow echo, it feels like a marker state kind of thing, but right. it's clearly not. And so you don't get that advantage. And with the lewd ones, you're just kind of too bulky. It's amazing at clearing mines. I was gonna say it clears all the proper weapons and all of like the chaff. And I did bait out like a a, a sniper shot from Luna, um, and so it, like revealed he just had a lot of camo. It was another. It was uh, vanilla Yujing that I was playing against, and there was just camo everywhere. So I was like trying to bait it out, and it wasn't too bad. But then it was just kind of. I took two canterns as well, and I was like, they're cool. And I was just like, no, nah, they're just not good enough. And it was just, yeah, I'm 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 past the dissolution that that it's a good ability. It's it's an ability and it has its uses, but like bringing a whole army full of it is not an advantage. It's more of like a fun. It's kind of like if you go second, you could have one turn where they have to guess a little bit. Mm-hmm. On, what stuff is it maybe waste a few orders or half orders 
And it gives you so much to manage. There's so much model management because you have so oh, many yeah. models on the table. Like, gotta be like, I'm like picking up. I'm like, is this the real one? Is that the real one? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just creating an enhanced mental load for yourself in a lot of cases, trying to remember who's who. Yeah. And in a faction with Yu Jing, where there's so many like heavy infantry with two wounds and high BTS or high BS, and then you're like using these remotes that are just so fragile, where they just get. Mm -hmm. You, you fail at one attack and you get plunked and then you just go unconscious and then mm. you only have the really expensive sova tech to get them back up yeah so only having the sova tech in that particular list is bonkers so it was just and i brought like the three tr bots as well in there and they just didn't perform they just didn't it just didn't work and i was like that's fine right but like i got i got that out of my system i'm like okay i can try some more stuff now it's like, hey, I've tried that. I want it to work. It kind of works in some ways. doesn't work the way I want it to. And I would go on. So that's the point of playing the new faction, right? Of just like playing with these crazy rules that have no business being anywhere close to uh, 2012. Yeah. And taking it like <laughs> to the logical extreme too. Like going all the way to the end of the earth. Yeah. And then it's just, so now I know, I feel like I'm very familiar with that rule and, and its limitations and what you can and can't do with it. And so that's, I think that's useful. I mean, it, if nothing else, it gives you like a ton of experience managing how it goes now. So when you scale it back and use like one or two, you'll have a lot more clarity on like how they work and what you want to do with them, which I think is super valuable. Cause I do think hollow echoes and hollow mask and all that stuff is a very powerful tool, but it's not one that like, it, it's not mechanically powerful the way that like the marker state and like mim is you know what i mean so like it requires more finesse which means having too many of them i think it's like a diminishing return i think you're right i think i think it's just trickier at iss because like oh, i can take a luduan which is a 55 millimeter base so that means i need three 55 millimeter bases and it can only pretend to be like a couple things <laughs> yeah it's, it's like baggage bots or, or... or Rishi. <laughs> yeah or Rishis. so then you're like okay so it's Both of which like, are targets for different reasons. You know what I mean? Like, it's not uh, like that makes it less of a target. I mean, I made it so it was, I had eight Rishi standing up looking at you at the beginning of the game. So that's, that's very funny. funny. That's that's incredibly funny. Imagine but then I had to go first. And you have no idea who it is. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. but then I went first. And then as soon as you move one guy, you, you know. <laughs> as soon as you move one guy and three guys move. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, is there anything legally that says that if you move one guy, you have to move the rest of the hollow echoes? I guess not. How does that work with activating though? Do they know that the other actors Yeah, I was gonna say if they ask, it, it feels it does feel scummy. Yeah. That you wouldn't you would have to declare like I think you would have to declare. Yeah, because like because they're all activating. activating. You have to declare who's activating. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's true. Because otherwise true. they could have someone. There's isn't really a way of like yeah. It's open information who's activating, so you'd have to tell them. And omitting it is just dirty play, like you don't do that. So yeah, yeah I think you're right. And then and then the Canarins, they could be whatever, except that what makes them somewhat good is the four deployment plus eight, but no other model in the the sub faction. Yeah, four deployment. Yeah. So you, you know what they are, no matter what yeah. you pretend to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you immediately know which one it is. So at that point, why even hollow mask? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> That's right. The only like reason hollow mask is to hide, like whether it's a killer hacker or a hacker or a byway or whatever. Right. So there is some reason. Yeah, yeah. But it's what are the profile like, is. Eh. Uh, or you or you or you hide yourself as a canron killer hacker when you're not that's you know I mean? actually, like that's actually smart i like that right like, like i pretend to be a killer hacker but i'm not a killer hacker 
And then like they just avoid me with all their hackers and I create this like cloud of anti-hack that people don't go through. Or they like waste a bunch of orders sending another killer hacker to come trinity me. And then I'm like, oh, I'm I'm not a hacker. <laughs> like they trinity you and they just waste the order because you're like, cool. Uh-huh. I, I do not care. Yeah. All right. So my fan like they're just too expensive. I feel like in vanilla taking one could be cool, but it just it just seems like it it lacks a few other tricks that you need to go alongside it to maximize it. Mm-hmm. And so it just felt a little sad. But I'm mm. still not giving up on ISS. There's still more things to try. Oh, there's so many more things. The ISS oh, is a so relatively funny. wide faction. Like they got tons of options for what you can do, which is great about them because they're older faction. Do they got a lot of profiles? Lot of yeah, t- yeah. Little tricksy things and cool heavy infantry and stuff too that you can lean into and make like a heavier hitting army. And then the oh. mixed links as well with the celestial guards. And I got the new uh, both reinforcements alpha and beta. I also and, got um, that. Yes. That's uh, exciting. It was annoying that there's no labels on the boxes. <laughs> I like, was going to bring that up at the end. I was going to talk about the packaging on those things and be like, so you, for for the entirety of Infinity, there every model in the back of a package has been labeled. What it is, what the profile is, what it's armed with. You've always been able but to also, flip the box that is over. The only, that is the only place officially that you're let known what each model What is the like. profile is supposed to be, yeah. Unless you look at the renders or like the dispellers and stuff like that. These boxes yeah, have zero wants, identification on them. Period. None of them do. But none of them have any identification on them. And that might not seem like a big deal probably to you listening who know what something is in Infinity can recognize these models. That is a huge problem for retailers helping customers. As, and as a new player? Yeah. You just get lost. It's completely indecipherable. I didn't, I honestly didn't know what the hack reinforcement box was. I had to look it up and see that it was Muyibs and um, yep. Govads. Yep. I had no idea. I had absolutely no idea what it was. I was looking at it, I was like, assassins. I was like, what the hell are these? <laughs> I, didn't, I had no idea what they were until I, I went and looked at this. Well, like, I had to go to the CB website and look at the contents of the package on the website and see it was Muyibs and Govads. I did not know. I had no idea. So yeah, just just fix it. It's easy. Just put the labels back. You had them on the sides before. They're incredibly handy. Um, yeah, don't don't get rid of that. <laughs> They're super important. What was really nice about the Yujing uh, beta pack is you get an extra Jujack, but you only get one in the Code One kind of release. And so getting an extra one, and then you get the character Jujack that you can just proxy the normal Jujack or whatever. But all of yeah. a sudden you have like enough to play like a Jujack Link or whatever. There's a, there's no Jujack box. Yeah, but not in code one. Oh, not in code one. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Not in what you have, basically. There's not the, yeah. the reinforcement back. Yeah. Not in the code one release. Roger that. Yeah, you're right. So, it's like, just the base. Just the base one from Caldstrom. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's nice because when you buy that, you get two characters mm-hmm. that you normally wouldn't have: the Chief Jung, whatever, and yeah. the Jujack, uh, Sora Kwan, and then another Jujack, and you're like, "That's perfect." Now I don't need to buy a Jujack box. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, no, they, I think that's a really good purchase. Yeah, I, I was gonna say it's a good mix of stuff. I, I really like the Govad one too because it's just or the Govad and um Muyib one because it's literally all the profiles you would want to use. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh it's the hacker, um, the Govad hacker and the Govad, I think HMG are the two that you get. And then for the Muyibs, it's the I think the FO. Which Muyib is it? It's the I'm looking at the profiles on the thing. Um, it's the, I think the Spitfire and then the, like the random rifle one. It could just be any of the other ones. Yeah. I think it's the Spitfire and the rifle. You don't get the missile launcher that have your rocket launcher ones, but like, who cares? <laughs> I would never take the missile launcher. I don't think either. Meh. 
Yeah. It's a 25 point missile launch, which is kind of cool and has an X visor, which means you can fire it up close, which is weird. But I don't know. Like I mean, it anyway. it's a rocket launcher who has tag aware. Oh, it's a rocket launcher, not a missile launcher. I'm talking about the missile launcher in, uh, not in uh, Moebs and Gobads. I'm pretty sure that one's the missile launcher, wasn't it? Or is it a rocket He's launcher? a missile launcher. He's a missile he, launcher, has yeah. a, he also has MSV1. He does an MSV1, yeah, but I don't think I'd take him either. I just from the fact that he's a missile launcher. I don't like missile launchers for the most part. BS12 is not great. And you have access. I'd take the sniper probably for less points than SWC and just shoot double action rounds with him. If you're going to link, but that's just me. Um, well, we're on to the mailbag then. Uh, let's jump in and answer some questions. Thanks everybody who filled it up. Uh, and we have. Um, the the three basically uh that are left so we're going to zero on this one and we need you guys to come refill it for next week so please i'll link this once again in the description for the video or the video rather well it'll be in the video if you're watching this um on youtube but if you are uh, listening to this on the podcast it'll be in the description as well and also on the tactical awareness channel on our discord and as always there's no wrong questions but there are stupid ones yes yes that we will answer poorly um, so the first one is for me slash all it's from tomato and it says ash loves a random roll table and who doesn't what kind of things would you put in a random table for entering a qaz so like if the qaz zones had random effects what kind of things would you put on the table Ooh. um so i would love for them to do some kind of like like a cure mutations to people i think it would be cool if like it had a table where you basically rolled like a fizz check. And if you passed, you rolled on metachemistry. And if you failed, you like rolled on like an anti-metachemistry table. Does that make sense? Like you had some kind of thing that would like debuff you. <laughs> you know what I mean? The opposite. So like, let's say instead of being um, the eight, six movement, like you turn to motorcycle legs, you would go to four, two or something like that, you know, or like instead of plus three fizz, you get minus three fizz, like little things like that, where the QAZ stuff is basically like it's, it's doing like an annihilation and it's turning your guts inside out. And sometimes it makes you into superhero and sometimes it screws you up. I think that'd be cool for the QAZ zones. Um, any other ideas? I have a couple other ideas, but I'll let you guys go. If you have anything pop in your head. That's a solid idea, but it's way better than anything that was formulating in my head. What are you on? Um, I don't actually like the random tables in Infinity that much. I mean, you're choosing to enter it, right? So, yeah, always. But I, I just, I, I don't know. It's the number of times a uh, a digger pulling a motorcycle out of his back pocket has like wildly impacted a game. Mm -hmm. So, like, what kind of random things would I like? I'd like. Uh, yeah, like what would I put on the table? It'd probably be movement shenanigans, like like, like portals. That was what I was thinking. Like, as if you, yeah, if you you go in and you make a check and then you come out in a different one or a random different one. Like if you entered a QAZ and then you do some kind of roll or some kind of state, like a and then check you get or something, placed, yeah. you get placed eight inches from your current location, mm. and you do something where you and your opponent are. It's like an opposed roll to yeah. control yourself and now yeah, all of a yeah. sudden like you're moving your characters around randomly to some degree yeah you know, like because... a sliders thing where you, you you get to pick a zone to be placed in or your opponent pick puts him in one of the zones or something like that instead yeah or just a distance from where you are like there mm -hmm. could be like if you wanted to make the chart there could be like table edges or table quarters or mm -hmm. exclusion zones or other qazs or a distance from current location like you could do those as all of the things on the yeah. table yeah i love uh, that 
Because then, and because if you make it that your opponent can also do it, it doesn't just automatically make it power. Because yeah. like, if yeah, you that's and that's what I was thinking. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Have it, have it not always be good. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if your opponent can be like, or you're like, I have to pass through the QAZ to go push that button, and you're like, but what if you were hanging out with my my link team? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's 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 my thing. Is I think I like random stuff in Infinity actually because I think it 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 counterbalances that like power build i've stacked mods to the point where you just can't come after me anymore urge yeah, that a lot of people have to <laughs> well sure yeah and that, but that's what i mean like if you if you have something that creates like an element of risk that neither player is in control of i think it's good because it allows for some uncertainty in in situations that you can mod stack to be very very certain so it i actually like that but i think that you're i think that the randomness needs to have multiple outcomes not just a positive outcome because i think like you said sometimes the random positive outcomes can be too powerful because they're by nature random so you got to make them good well currently there are no negatives it's only positive or nothing chromatic chemistry and booty yes but there's skills you pay points for those those skills right and sometimes you get a lot of them and sometimes you get a little I wonder if you could like throw something out like uh like changing the range band on a weapon of like mm, when, you cool. when you enter into a QAZ uh select a weapon on your profile and then roll in the chart and while exi- while in the QAZ that weapon will adopt a new range profile. Mm, you could even just have it be like a, bl- a a blank bonus like that this person's all of its ranges are basically reduced by one band so like if it's at eight, it uses its ranges for um, 16. If it's at 16, it uses its range for 32. You know what I mean? Like just drop everything down a band, basically. No, Maybe but shorten cool it or extend have, like, it. A, but imagine a sniper having like a shotgun profile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're like, ah, I can't shoot fire anymore. Ah. Yeah, it's, that's, what, that's what I mean. Like the shotgun would go from uh, minus three and then zero and plus three to zero plus three like it would be like plus three zero minus three like it would just like drop down immediately and the shotgun would just like not work it would be like minus what three if the shotgun, <laughs> what if the shotgun grabs gets a sniper profile and you're just like wow <laughs> sure yeah yeah that, that could work too i don't know yeah, i like come totally random yeah you have like five different or like i guess there's only like how many how many different range band profiles are there in Finland? um there are a total of five i think because it goes to 42 so it goes 8 16 24 no no no. i mean like the range 32, 42. like there's a combi rifle which is the same as a multi-rifle there's a spitfire which is the same as a whatever there's a sniper which was unique then there's like the missile launcher and the rocket launcher are the same they're different no they're different Rocket launchers, yeah, rocket launcher doesn't go to plus three until 24. That's why I don't like it. Oh, that's missile. Rocket's good at six. That's right. That's what I meant. I said the backwards. Yeah, yeah. Rocket's okay. the one of the short range missiles, the one that doesn't go to plus three until 24. That's why I don't like it. But anyways, there's not a ton of different profiles. There's like mm-hmm. a pistol profile, there's the shotgun. There's sure. The... Yeah. Have oh, them trade around. Right. Have them trade around. Just be like, just literally have it be like a roulette. Like if you're armed with a pistol, like when you go to fire your weapon, you roll a d20 and you use the stat profile from like a random weapon. <laughs> so you don't you know even know. So you make your BS. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just randomly, it just randomly transforms into the Zorg gun from, uh, from whatchamacallit, from, um, Blue uh, Beetle. The helmet. Yeah. It's <laughs> just the helmet, man. So it's Have you seen gun. The Zorg's gun's in Blue Beetle. In Blue Beetle. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I did see the picture of that. Yeah. Where they just reused the prop where he, yeah. he morphs the Zorg gun, basically, which is great. I love that they did that. That makes me really happy. Tied to the movement one, I would also accept it changes places with another model. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, like have it like do a swap. 
That's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think just more stuff like that. Like make them make them feel like what they're supposed to be, which is like holes in space time. So have them do like random weird stuff like that. Um, or, I, or just impactful at all. Yeah, yeah. I they I I picture them as the like screwed up zones from like the first uh, Spider Verse movie, where the where like universes are overlapping. You know what I mean? There's just these weird fractal chunks of like space time that you accidentally walk into and stuff just gets weird and screwed up like that's to me that that's sort of like skitzing out is like what i envision them as being so i think that'd be awesome you could also do like like black hole type thing where if you're in it you do a fizz check and if you fail you go prone and move two inches towards the middle of it mm, that'd be cool <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like you just have to do that at the end of each short at the end of each short skill or something like that you have to make that test every time or at the end of each order some combination thereof mm-hmm. yeah or like um have it like isolate you until the end of the turn you know what i mean like it like fucking turns off all noise or something like that but like you can just walk out of it the turn after it's random stuff like that like it turns off the end of the turn yeah it's weird random effects i think that would be that would be my 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 want is to have it always just be weird and random all right the next one's from joe soap and it's for dan specifically oh boy it's just you buddy uh in the last year of doing this podcast and being new to infinity what were some of your biggest aha moments where you felt you finally understood the game or its concepts like what were like some of your biggest breakthrough moments uh i don't know if there it's kind of been a gradual thing there hasn't been like huge moments i think a lot of it was because owen kind of put me through the ringer in like the first month of playing where he's like this is the worst possible way to experience this problem. And this is the worst possible way to experience this problem. And I'm like, oh dear God, these are all awful to play against. Um, so that was kind of like a, a nice intro into these are the worst things that you can encounter. And then I have it in the back of my mind of like how I might build a list to play against it. Um, as we start playing, we do a Rocky montage for three months, and then he goes to Carbonite and he's in like the top twenty. Yeah, yeah, that, that did of, happen. That kind of is what happens. <laughs> I uh, think that I think there was a couple of if I was to like from a witness point of view point out some things that I noticed. You had a moment where you stopped trying to do everything in the active turn, and you started playing defensively, and you spent a good month probably like your second or third month in where you built these like defensive lists that were designed to like start stripping people's orders and like do things in ARO that was really cool to watch happen. Do you remember that? No. Yeah. I don't know the exact moment, but I think it was just, I was just getting tired of like McMurder running across the board and like just scalping my army or like, specular killers or fides or all the other number of things that people love to bring in tournaments of like oh if i go second and i'm not prepared for that crap i just lose and it's just awful feeling because there's not much you can do about it if you don't have the right tools for it and so i'm like okay i'll just embrace the kind of lists that have more hidden deployment or more camo states or whatever Mm -hmm. to make it harder for those people to kind of do those things or try to and so and then it was way more fun playing the game because then it was like they have to figure out your puzzle instead of you figuring out theirs kind of thing 
I think that's I think that's what you're talking about is that you started yeah. making puzzles for people. Like you started figuring out how to do that, how to lay a puzzle. Yeah. That they had that to was a huge, that was a huge moment actually. Because then you're like, oh, okay. And then like playing vanilla, it's like, oh yeah, mid like people with forward deployment or infiltration, like so important and how to place them and whatever to save on order efficiency and all that kind of stuff. Um, I guess I had another like aha moment when I started playing with uh because I hated playing with um, with fire teams, it they just felt so clunky and awful and whatever. And when I finally kind of like figured out kind of how to move with them and kind of like poke out just one at a time, and everyone else lags behind, or like utilizing the Harris to, to get better AROs and just kind of positioning and kind of like it started being more fun. Um, of like, oh, okay, these aren't just horrible; these are actually quite fun and enjoyable to play with as well. Um, so that was a moment. I remember uh, that. I do remember that actually. I remember in the beginning, the first time you fire teams, you're like, I don't get it. I don't get why people take these. I'm all in the same place. <laughs> and then this thing comes over and just kills me. And I hate it. Why does anyone play with fire teams? <laughs> like it took you like a solid like two months. Did you even take fire teams to carbonite? I think you took vanilla 012. Didn't I took you? vanilla. So no, that's I had right. a couple yeah, duos, no fire. You had some it. duos. Yeah, that's right. You had your, your bounty hunter duo. That was yeah. like as far as you took, like you were like, this is the most efficient thing I can think of. I don't want to go anywhere further past this because it just feels like a trap. I will invest an exact 18 points. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. No more, no less. You only get 18 points out of me game. And then screw you, no more fire teams. No, that's a good one. That's a yeah. good question, actually. I, I, think, I and I can remember both those things distinctly. I have I have one more thing is when um when I started analyzing games after the fact, mm. I realized that like way different from like War Machine, Malifaux, or 40k or Age of Sigmar or any other number of games that I've played. Um Sometimes it goes like, oh, if that if that dice roll went differently, or if that charge roll was a little different with that unit and gets in, then the kind of hold the game the game changes. Right. And a lot of it is it's not a lot of decision making. There mm-hmm. is, but it's kind of like, well, if I did this, maybe that opens up the thing. But it's kind of like really abstract. Right. Usually on something you couldn't control, the dice determine the game. Is right, right, right. How you typically think of it. And infinity is so vastly different. Mm-hmm. you can think of it that way but in reality you can think of it in the if i chose to do this that would have been a much more like higher chance of success mm-hmm. or if i didn't do that or if i did that instead or if that guy activated over there instead or if i deployed that guy a little over to the left or 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 if i didn't reveal that guy when i did or i didn't and it's just kind of you realize that when you evaluate an infinity game you have like these massive branches of like decision making that you're like i'm in control of my own fate mm-hmm. it's like the dice didn't determine that game. i mean sometimes mm-hmm. dice determine game but almost always it's like no i could have played way better like i could have mm-hmm. made so many more decisions that would have made it way better for me and that is infinitely <laughs> almost <laughs> more than any other game i played and i thought that was the coolest thing and it mm-hmm. just when you lose a game you're like okay now i know how i want to do something different there's and something i think there's something with the economy in infinity uh dan where you because you spend orders any way you want to you feel like you can actually see the control and the choices you made does that make sense like you can actually yeah. like see your own decision making tree a bit clearer 
than in flatter games where like let's say every model has two actions yeah you feel like the dice affect you more because there's no do-over like let's say if the two actions are i move and i attack if that attack doesn't go right because the dice screw you it's over and infinity if that happens you have the luxury of like maybe 10 more orders you know what i mean to try again and like get it right so like you you get or or to move and like come at it from another angle where your odds are better like there's a bunch of like carry on choices where i feel like you own the results more and so you can kind of play that game tape more that's really interesting that you said that and and like for example after uh the last big tournament we'd had in uh, madison hat that we went to like owen won all his games and he was like he was frustrated that he won the games which i thought was funny because he's like well i didn't i didn't learn if this was good or bad i guess it's good i guess but it's kind of like like it's like oh i wish i learned more about infinity right like, winning all your games it's not it's not as kind of fun yeah, yeah. you win them not like there wasn't like a play that went really well it's like yeah. you do things that are not optimal and then the dice just let you get away with it yeah yeah <laughs> and you're like boy i sure didn't learn a lesson from this <laughs> all i know is taking a cutter and a yodem works great just do every game i brought two yodems what'd you bring the next vision two yodems and the next one uh, I was really close to two Yodams, but I brought a Yodam and a Cutter, and then I rolled a bunch of threes to crit, and I won. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Just no like I did the other two games. That's right. No comeuppance. Yeah. Apparently, the bad guy won today. <laughs> the trick to it was when his anti his anti tag weapon walks around the corner, crit him and kill him in one that's shot. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Thus solving when, the problem. When the thing that can take you out has all of the odds of doing so and you just roll a crit and kill him instead hooray i shoot you four times with my ap spitfire on 14s i crit you with an explosive round <laughs> see you later lose it no. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah you thought about getting good <laughs> i couldn't do anything i tried i didn't make the wrong decision uh, it's possible to make no wrong decisions and, and still, still lose. lose. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't actually. Thanks, Ryan. Good, good, job, I, good job, Ryan. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of like, as Dan was talking about, like the, the changing your plans, even when the dice go bad, I'm still of the, like, I lost because the dice went bad. Yes. But I played in a way that allowed that dice roll to be a thing that made it, whether I would win or lose. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's no backup plan. I had no backup option, plan for this. This was the one plan that was going to work. Well, I could have also just like, my list didn't have the flexibility to be able to be like, oh, there's a scary sniper person up on the hilltop. Yeah. Can I cautious move? Yeah. Can I smoke? Can I eclipse smoke? Can I drop an air trooper? Still Can I infiltrate? Yeah, Can yeah. I be camo? Like all of these other things that you could have done, even from a list building perspective, never mind like the tactics you made in the game. And like, yeah, sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes you do get like, I had an option for that and this was the only one I had and it failed its dice roll in this instance. And that set us back the whole game. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's going to get you, but it's, it just shows you a hole in your, in your list. You know what I mean? Like, and then you own that because you're like, no, I definitely left that, that vulnerability and what I had as possibilities to handle this thing. And then that thing had its inevitable result. It's hard in tournaments these days because of the, there, there, there's a couple really extreme power models i feel that you need like apples and potatoes to be able to deal with them mm -hmm. and it makes it like you only have one tool to try and answer that problem like mm -hmm. like a specular killer slash fide slash uxia 
if your list isn't designed in such a way that you can absorb whatever they're going to do to you, you're going to lose. And it's the same on the other side of the coin with Atalanta, Boltlink, Moratlink. Like these are these are high accuracy marks or state ignoring. Like, oh, do you not have an answer for an MSV sniper who can fire multiple times and hits on 18s or 19s? Well, I guess he'll die then. <laughs> um, then you need both because if you go to these events, you're going to need to fight all of that at the same time. And sometimes you'll just pick the bad one. When mm-hmm. Duroc is around, he's great yeah. too. Yeah, I think that's I I think that boils personally I think that boils down to there are known force measures in every faction that you have to be able to identify and you should always act as if they're around the corner. That's just my my mindset for that. Like you can't do anything about them having a direct Margo, but you can know that's a possibility and see deploys if they do and if they don't. And we're same with like Fides. You just assume they do. You assume that every, you know, nomad list has a pitcher hacker that's going to try and drop a missile on you. You assume that something's always going to show up from behind or deploy in your zone. And then you deal with it when it happens. All right. Well, we're into Raven Strike 2009's question, which is for all of us. And it's our last question for this week. So go fill it up because we're out of questions. Completely bottom of the barrel. Uh, I love painting infinity miniatures, but can often struggle to get paint schemes together. Deciding colors, details, and all that is hard because the models are so pretty and I want them to look good. Any tips or tricks on how to paint Infinity models better? Cat's kind of a broad question, so... I don't know how to paint, so good luck. <laughs> Owen cheats with contrast paints. Owen, Owen's, Owen's got, like, the best, I think, mindset for painting Infinity models, period, where he picks a color scheme and then just hammers it out across all the models and gets great results just by having things look consistent. Do you have any advice on this, Dan, before I dive in? Mine's not a nice answer. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Yeah, I mean, contrast paints are good. <laughs> Bust out the color wheel and look at the two complementing colors mm-hmm. and then paint all the high things the one and the low things the other and then paint all the guns black. Done. That's actually great Rinse advice. And However many times great advice. It's literally all of my armies. I know it is. Yeah, that's great advice. Green, yellow, (laughs) blue, yellow, red, gray, red, black, blue, gray. Yeah. I think the blue white. The the enemy of 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 success is not getting started and perfection. Perfection is always the enemy of success, right? So I actually have Um, one thoughts here. Okay, go on, Dan. Go into it. Um I'm just like looking back, like so Yujing, I just started painting. Um, I guess I've been painting for a little while now, but it was kind of like I chose the basic orange, but I wanted to throw a splash of blue in there. And so, because orange and blue kind of go together, but then I also did some orange and green to kind of break some stuff up. Like my blue wolf and the monks have like green capes. And it's kind of like, don't be afraid to experiment, especially with like the mercenaries. You can just like throw some different colors on there when you're getting bored of your main color scheme and like make some bad color schemes and like, but you do it on one model to start. And then if you don't like it, then it's really not that hard to paint over like a thin thing of white and then cover it with another color. And so if you like them and they're pretty, just just experiment, have some fun. Like I'm doing all my guns white, like a more of a white metal, which it's hard to do, like make it look more metal. So they're just kind of have like not as much detail and I, they don't look as nice as my black guns, but I like it in contrast to the rest of the model. And so I'm sticking with it. Um, 
And so just just don't be afraid of making something ugly. Just just paint. And if it's ugly, oh well, you just repaint it. It's not that bad. That uh, was literally what I was about to say. The thing that Dan is uh is is saying over and over again that I like the most is just don't be afraid. Like don't don't be afraid, just paint. You can strip it, you can start over, you can start from scratch, uh just paint. And like I said, perfection is the enemy of the good because you you don't ever start. So just start painting. And if you don't like the paint scheme, paint it again. How many times did you paint your night army, Owen? <laughs> like four? Yeah, like four or five. Yeah. And he just, my he just army has been repainted three times. Yeah, exactly. And, just and, and when I say my Hakazam army, there's like a hundred models of my Hakazam yeah. collection. <laughs> Hakazam army has been going since we started playing Infinity, which is over eight years now, almost 10 years. So you've been building that army and it's huge. It's a lot of miniatures. Oh, I, I capped out the AVA on everything that could be maxed out. And I have a lot of the things that can't be maxed out. Yeah. It's all in cargo pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's and half it. of them are white, blue, and half of them are brown right now. <laughs> Perfect. And you'll keep on experimenting because that's the that's half the fun. I'm looking uh, at my, my recommendation my gaggle is, of shakushas right now. Yeah. <laughs> gaggle of shakushas. My recommendation is that if you're going to meet get like a prod to get started, pick and this is a great actually like segue into what we're doing next. So thanks everybody for putting questions, putting more questions, and I'll segue into this next thing with this comment. Pick something to motivate you to get a chunk of what you're doing done. Uh, Owen and Dan and I have all used tournaments or game nights or like a, a some type of deadline where we have to get together and have stuff painted for a game as like a motivator to finish things. And then don't worry about the like getting it perfect. Just get it done. <laughs> like get it painted. And you can always go back and touch it up or add details or paint it later. Like just get started and have like a drop date dead date for yourself. You're going to put it on the table and have some fun with it because honestly putting it on the table and actually enjoying it is the biggest, I think, motivator to going back and adding more and trying again and doing extra things. And so that leads us into our main topic for tonight, which is escalation leagues. Um, it's, it's the new season. Uh, the season has started. It's never a better time to start a new army. I start a new army every season. And as you heard us talk about last week, um, I am now officially. I start a new army every four hours. You do start. I'm sorry, but the difference is I have all the armies. This is the only army. I I've also never have all the armies. I know you do. This is the only army I've never played. Um, Actually, that's not true. I have not played Yuching. Yeah, or Toha. I have a Toha army. You haven't played it yet, though, have you? I played it once. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> I don't think it counts yet. I don't think it counts the same way. Um. But anyway, the, the, the goal here, like to talk about, have this discussion is uh, to kind of like motivate people to either try infinity for the first time or to um, start a new army and get excited about the new season. I always find it's useful to come at the season fresh. And that means uh, having like a new experience to go along with the new missions. I think you kind of spoil it for yourself. If you carry your last season's army that you know everything about into the new season, it's you don't enjoy the full and i'm not saying don't play last season's army in this season i'm saying take the opportunity to like start something fresh and feel like you're like turning a page so one of my favorite things about infinity and because starting an army in infinity is both inexpensive and like fast to do <laughs> you don't need a lot of miniatures to play this game for your first list uh unless you're crazy like us and paint massive amounts to have all the options let me tell you about my 35 combined <laughs> army models on my table right now i know so i can play a 10 35. model list 
a sickness. <laughs> um, that's what this document's for. So I put this Slow League together uh, to try and just show off how easy it is to start something that is very, very like loosely structured and very fun to do. It grows from um, basically having just the downloadable free PDF rule books on the app and one box set of like a, a station train set. So you can either get the Calstrom train set, um, the uh, the Hlock station train set, or I think the new one is, what's the black one one called? I can't remember what the black one one called, but they're all the same. You have four buildings, uh, four obstacles, tons of like walls, a complete token set. And I think it's like 20 bucks. <laughs> like you get a table and you get the mat. You get the mat to play on. Um, and then start playing. And that's it. That's all you need, your models and, and that, and you can be ready to play a game. Um, so then you just set a timeline. Uh, a good example would be like, let's say my friends and I are going to get together once a week or every other week. Uh, so like for Jordan and I, we're going to be playing weekly. We're probably going to try and get two games in a week uh, and we'll we'll put them out like once a week, basically, like when we record them. And there's five games in the um, direct action set. Now, I think direct action is really good to start with because there's no requirement for an ITS deck. You don't need any extra accessories to play all five of these missions. And I really like these missions. I'll be honest with you. I like the direct action missions. I think they're all good picks. Um, it starts with Annihilation, which is played on 100 points and two SWC on a 24 by 32 gaming mat. So the one that comes in the train box. Um, and it requires no extra objectives and you get a defensive turret, but you can just use any 25 mil marker to have a defensive turret if you want. Uh, recommended trains, the two large buildings, two small buildings, four obstacles, and the eight to 10 small walls. Uh, game two we're going to be playing is Cutthroat, which is the assassination one for killing lieutenants at 150 points and three SWC. Uh, again, played on the same size mat. And then the extras, there's no objectives again. So it's just reinforced tactical link and key ops. So you get a dodge plus three tackle aware guy. Uh, you move into a larger table size at 200 points with battlegrounds. So 200 points and four SWC on a 36 by 48 gaming mat. So if you need to, the easiest thing to do is just get some like painter's tape and tape off a foot on a standard four by four mat or just you can literally take a six foot mat and divide it in half and have two games going at the same time that's the easiest way to do it it's just got a piece of banners tape and like run down the middle and you can have two infinity games on a single mat um that one doesn't have objectives either and it's got key ops as the extra and then the last two uh the 251 is still at the 36 by 48 gaming mat it's the first one to have any uh, objectives got four consoles not superiority and it has a hacker bonus key ops at dodge plus three and tack aware um, as your only like extras that you have. And then finally it ends at 300 points. So a full army and six SWC with uplink center. Um, and that's on a full 48 by 48 gang mat. And you're going to want to have two sets of infinity train for these last three. So basically just buy a second, either buy the expansion set, which gets you like a tower and objective room and some extra buildings or buy a second set of the, um, the building ones. If you just want to keep it cheap and easy and keep with the, uh, the infinity terrain. Or and that one, got... those two player starter sets. Yeah, like exactly. And couch from yeah. Yeah. Well, you can buy the train out of those star sets. So if you start with the star set, just buy the train set to add to that, basically. Sure. And that one's got two antennas and a tech coffin and an engineer and hacker bonus and an active lieutenant, which just means if your lieutenant's alive at the end of the game, you get an extra point. So my army for this, I'm doing, I'm actually setting myself like an additional challenge for this. Because um, the goal was at the end of five weeks, you'd have a legal, fully painted 300 point ITS 15 army. And then jump on to the other missions after that or paint extras so you can have some options and stuff. <clears throat> so what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to paint an army for assassins to start off with where every 50 points I add includes the previous models. 
So I can't go back and like swap things and swap things out. Like I'm building this as I go and I have to include the models like throughout the mission basically. So my first hundred points is a Ghoulie Lieutenant at plus one command token, a Ghoulie NCO with the Owen's favorite, the grenade launcher and smoke grenades. A Govet Hacker with a killer hacking device and an Asawira to duo up and then a Famous remote and a Mutt with a jammer. So it's only six models with a warband, but I'm feeling pretty good about that list for 100 points. What do you guys think about that? Rate my list. Was this a vanilla one or hot assassin? This is assassins. Yeah. So do you like going into annihilation. Ghoulies? It's just going into annihilation, and it's Ghoulie Lieutenant with command token, Ghoulie NCO grenade launcher, uh, Govad hacker with killer hacking device and an Asawira, and then a Fanus and a Mutt. That's by yeah. 100 points. For kill, Checks out. and you're gonna link the, the yeah, trio. I'll either I'll either link the yeah. I think the I think the either the Asher and the go bad go together. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I see. Think, you have a go bad. Right, I have a go bad killer hacker to, to be like one link, and I could I can't duo the two ghoulies, <laughs> but I don't really need to because I can spread them out if I need to. No bereed. No, because the bereed goes into the gulams, and then I'd have to have the Asawira all together with them, and I kind of want the Asawira mobile on that small table. Like I don't want them all clumped together. Well, he just doesn't join them, right? Gulam, Gulam, Bereed for one link, and then the other guy just off on his own. Yeah, but you can never duo the the Bereed or the Gulams. They always have to be a, a Harris or a core. Can you not use Harris's and cores? I may have missed that. I could use a Harris and a core, yeah. I could have I could have the Asawira join the Gulam and the Gulam NCO. Yeah. Like, and have a Harris instead. And have to go about Hacker be by himself and get like Cybermast and stuff like that. There's a bunch of different options here, but I can just switch that up on deployment. But that's oh. why I kept the Govad Hacker because I could have a duo and two loose guys, or I could have a Harris and a loose Govad like wandering around was the goal. Yeah, no, that checks out. So then I go into 150 points and I got to play Cutthroat. So this is the one with uh, Lieutenant Murder. <laughs> so it's slightly harder because it's still on a small table and you're trying to keep your lieutenant alive. Um, and in this one, do you think I your have... hundred point list would do well against my Skiavoro Lieutenant plus one command Strategos double Imitron double Ikadron Gaki Taiga? Yeah, I think I'd do okay. <laughs> I've got five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven orders. Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna and do it. Sepsider that Asawira. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it. BTS nine. I'll live. What's damage sixteen? I live. Still on an eight. I'll be fine. Um, you guys. So, are so, the, so, yeah, so the so the profiles move around a little bit in this one, um, but I do get some new stuff as well. Like I, I, what I'm doing is the models stay the same, but I could have like different profiles inside the same thing. Um, and for this one, we are going to uh, add in a little extra punch. So my Ghulam um, becomes a Ghulam doctor. The NCO stays. So the lieutenant becomes a doctor. The NCO stays. And I get a Ghoulie Hacker, so I can, I can get up Fairy Dust and stuff if I want to. And I get Yara Haddad as my lieutenant with the AP Marksman Rifle. Um, don't have the points yet for the forward deployment. I still have my Govad Hacker. My Asawira becomes a Doctor, right? So I've still got I got Dr. Asawira now who can push buttons. And my I gain an extra Mutt this time with Smoke Grenades. Because that way Yara can have somebody smoke out to do smoke shootings and shenanigans. And this is Kill My Lieutenant. So Yara's going to be an open info lieutenant. But I'll have smoke shooting. I'll still have the Asawira with the Govad that can go off and like murder people. Um, 
or Yara, the Govad, and the Asawira can be a Harris, and the Guli, uh, NCO, Gulam, uh, Hacker, and Doctor can all be like a Harris as well, like a, a three-man core. So I got some choices. <laughs> I got some choices there, which I think is neat. It jumps me to seven regular, two irregular, and two impetuous. So I'm sitting 11 orders at, at, at 150 points, which I'm feeling pretty good about. Anything with that? Adding Yara's lieutenant. I think Yara's a great pick. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. She's, this is the 200 or 250? 150. Oh, 150. Sorry. Yeah. yeah it mind. goes up by 50 every week, right? Yep, yep, yep. So for the next 50, I'm adding basically Yara. I'm upgrading profiles on a couple people and I'm gaining a Ghulam hacker and a mutt. Those are my three okay. new models. I don't know how 150 point plays in all fairness. Yeah, that'd be fair. And this it's, is on a small mat. With, it's like, and it's lieutenant I shoot you and you right? die. And it's like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but this is lieutenant hunting, right? So I wanted a lieutenant that could fight at this point. I wanted somebody who was not just going to instantly die <laughs> was the plan. Um, so I only had a couple new models to go to 200s, uh, but they are models that I'm very excited about. Uh, and those are a IR because everybody likes an AR. Um, he's going to be hanging out with, uh, group one. So group one, like shifts around slightly and goes to, um, 10 models. So the AR is going to have the breaker rifle, zapper, panzer, five drop bears, and a viral pistol. So he's the 41.4 deployment one. And he still has his sweet, sweet hollow mask and hollow projector. And then I had Delami, and that's my extra 50 points. So I get a Delami Panzerfaust to hang out with uh, the cow markers and basically be, you know, the usual the usual shenanigans of being a uh, a, a Delami than just shooting things. I'd bring what do you think, do you think about the AR? Points. Pardon? <laughs> I'd bring the avatar at 150 points. Yeah, um, sure. This is AR, 200 points. This is 200 points. Yeah, the AR is... And this one, one I'm playing Battlegrounds. So this one I'm basically playing... Battlegrounds is basically the... Um, it's frontline. It's like a, I'm sorry, quadrant control. It's like a similar quadrant control. The AR is one of the models of Infinity. He's the least interesting guy in Assassins, which is... Really? I like him. Yeah. Why do you think that? Hollow Echo is not a good skill and he's competing against an army of people who all have everything you could possibly want. Like I like him in theory, but the problem is the things that he's competing against, like for everything that he can do, a Shuja is cheaper and will do it better or a Nadir. Like Nadir's hit and deploy MIM six for deployment. 20 points. I mean, it's true. The AR has the extra wound and his surprise attack minus six is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Because nothing Um, except for six cents gets rid of that, right? So visors. And bio visors. Yeah, I was saying visors too, yeah. Biometric visors too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Yep. (laughs) That is what you pay for. The one thing thing they do. (laughs) Yeah. Biometric visors. I don't know. I just think like spray another ass of yeah, I want to try them. Do them together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah. Or, or he can't do it. No, he, he can't with it. himself. He just joins that Govad and continues yeah. to make it a bigger Asawira team. <laughs> just get giant with the Asawira. Yeah. I increased my points by 50, so I brought another Asawira and some guy. I increased <sighs> my points by 50, so I brought another Asawira and some guy. 
I increased my points by well, 50. If you didn't I like can't that, bring any more Asawiras. So here's a Sunbuck butt. If you hated that, you're going to hate this because at 250 for superiority, guess who I'm bringing in? A second AR? A Sunbuck butt. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's fine. I, I <laughs> no, literally no, was so just making sorry. that joke. Sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. Shakush. I'm bringing in Shakush. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> go for it. Send it. Bring in the Shakush is also one of the models in Infinity. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. He's I'm a bad model in Infinity. AR is a real model. I'm making it work. I'm, making the, I'm bringing the Shikushi and I'm making it work. Um, I'm playing it in superiority for the first time. So by the time I get to superiority, I'll have a Shikushi. Duo, uh, duo him with Yara so you can die faster. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. <laughs> I love how salty you really got. I'm taking a Shikushi. I'm going to play Assassin's I literally have two Shikushis in front of me right now. I know you do. Because I, I, I have my nine, my eight tags that are on the painting table. Mm-hmm. Well, um, at the end off. then, for my last... For, for my last oh, Sorry, and I drop a, I drop a Mutt. I drop the um, Jammer Mutt. And I keep the Smoke Mutt because I think Smoke's more valuable. Yep. Um, and then for the last fifty points to go to three hundred, it's a fide and a shehab. So a t- tr bot and a fide, because then I think I've got all the meat and potatoes of a a decent. I'm trying out everything in this three hundred point list uh, for uplink center, and that's when we go to like the final mission. So I don't know, man. I like this list. I so it ends up being Gulam Doctor, Gulam NCO, Gulam Hawker, Yera, and a Govad with an Asawira. Then I got a Fanus, um, an AR, a Shakush, and that's all of group one. And then group two is a Mutt, a Delami, the Fide, and the Shihab. Because I honestly don't think the Fide needs that many orders. I don't need to do orders. anything. Just yeah, nothing. exactly. They just need to sit yeah. around. Or find a DR bot and go beat it up. Yep, exactly. They're there to, they're there to, to menace, <laughs> to be menacing. And everyone else has a brief dynamic life, and I can always transfer them into it. Like once people start to die, I can just transfer them into the other group anyway if I want to. So I guess I could put the Fanus in that group. The the Fide over McMurder. Well, just because I already have McMurder painted. Like when I start tinkering with this list, obviously I'll 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 try out McMurder and stuff too, but he's already painted. Like it's this is just me having everything I I want painted, right? Like and painting all new stuff. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. No so it's going to be, so and I think I stayed inside my challenge of using the resin bases because I have 10, 25 mil bases and I have a Gulam doctor, Gulam NCO, Gulam hacker, Yara. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight with the Fide, nine, 10 with the two mutts, oh, 11 with the Lami. I got one too many, one too many bases I have to do here. I'll have to buy a second pack. And then I got enough 40s for everybody because it's two remotes and the Shakush are my 40 mils. And I got you get four in a pack. So I gotta find one more base. Or or find it. I think I had the second one. I just don't know where it is. Um, so I get the extra bases in there. But it should work. It's gonna be a new new army, which I'm excited about. Uh and something I've never played before, although I've played against it almost endlessly. I think the Rajik needs to get some attention some love this season. Uh, I think there's something there with a whip 15 hacker. Well, I have five Rajik minis between old Same. ones and new ones, so I should definitely, I should definitely paint some Rajiks. I also really want to paint all my Yan Yans. I want to paint all my Yan Yans because I have so many Yan Yans. I should paint them all and play because um, I want to play the other factions too, right? Like I'm, through the season, I want to change to different um, different uh, hack sub factions, right? Where you, I started with Assassins because you said that was the one I had to start with, but I want to do QK and Rama as well. 
because a lot of the stuff bleeds over. Who's also in QK? I want to pay because I do want to do the QK link with the Janissaries and the um, what's his name? The Azrael. Azrael, and they also have the Yanyans that I really want to paint. Having three Yanyans, I think it'd be super fun. Janissaries with the Az- Janissaries can't join the Azrael. No, no. Remember we were we were talking about doing like the two Harris's, one's Janissaries and one's the Azrael. Oh, I see. Well, I mean, now I was just doing two Hazreels. That yeah, was yeah. on my lists because they can just have the dirt cheap Hafsas and stuff. Yeah, Hafsas yeah, just fall them around. <laughs> yeah, Leela, Ruhani, Hafsa, double Hafsa's Hazreel. pretending to be Janissaries. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Because why not? <laughs> they pretend to be Roma Brigadas. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Very Brigadas and Janissaries. Yeah. Um, but that's These my... are my two Roma Brigadas. You can only take one. Yeah. I sure can. can. <laughs> That's right. I brought guess, zero. <laughs> guess which one's which. Yeah, none of them. Sucks to be you. Yeah. Um, but that's the plan. So anyone wants to join in, um, if you're on the Patreon, you'll have this. Uh, either the Patreons, you'll be able to grab this uh, PDF and play along with us. I'm going to post all the um, updates as Jordan and I build and paint and play on the Patreons too, uh, and in the Patron chat on Discord, so you can check it out. But I'll post the link to this in the Patron Discord right meow, um, and that way you guys can. Um, Oh, can I join a call? Weird. I have... Can I add this to Zoom? Oh. oh no, I can't add to Zoom. I can start to Google Meets. Oh, interesting. I have a hundred point list for Imperial Service. All right, show it yeah. to me. Tell me what it is. It's four Quangshi and a slash sugar yeah, yeah, monitor. Yeah, yeah. Of course, it is. And then Good start. Celestial... Powerful, strong start. And then a celestial guard lieutenant. And then a murder cat with a Spitfire. Yes, it is. Oh, I'm so <laughs> into that. That's a great list. For 100 points, it's kind of scary. I love it. That's great. That's a great list. I mean, it's Suicide Bombers and a a Transformer. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't love that? Mm -hmm. I I actually fit Sun Tzu at the beginning, but then I realized he's only BS-12. I was like, (laughs) He's so bad. I guess you could get the heavy infantry one, but they're generally speaking, they're so bad. I don't like Sun Tzu's. We've had this argument, though. I want him to be so good, but I also want to be good. Doesn't mean he is. Bring the avatar in game two and never take him out. <laughs> I hope you do. I hope. I hope you are. No. I hope you are the mon- You continue to be the monster that no. I know you to be. Avatar by himself with his little remotes that he'll get to one hundred and fifty is like eight orders. Wait, how much points is the avatar? Hundred and yeah, he's you can't get him in hundred because he's over hundred points. Yeah. You bring Mr. Avatar. You bring your two two null net rods. <laughs> and the two Ikadrons. And then ah. you bring one Ikadron. Can't afford two. Actually, oh. sorry, no, you bring uh, the seven point flashpoint bot. And an Ikadron. And then a Gazi. Mm, there you go. Or uh yeah, Gaki. Gaki. And so you have four, five, six regular orders, plus tackware, plus a uh, irregular and an impetuous, and you can pull off the irregular every turn with a command token to make it regular, which you have plus one of, and you can buy an order with your command token. Yeah. Also, you have an avatar at 150 points. <laughs> if yeah, they get into melee, you army. lose. If yeah. you don't, you win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if Shinobu shows up, you're fucked. Otherwise, you'd be yeah. all right. My fide walks into melee. Got him. <laughs> you just stand there. You never give yeah. up another order again. I do nothing. <laughs> I just look. My list is like Quangshi running out one at a time and just exploding like popcorn. I'm going to try and rush you. We're gonna get him. We're gonna get him. Just fucking hugs. Just bring him all the hugs. 
yeah. perfect nailed it no notes Ten out of 10. got <laughs> no the spirit notes. of the game figured it right. every <laughs> shop owner wants owen to be their community leader <laughs> have you bought an avatar <laughs> owen's its scores because he has won over 100 demo games yeah, that's Good what for it is. you, buddy. I inflate I, my score. I've by never been defeated in a demo game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and Owen, currently undefeated in all demos of Infinity. That would be the yeah. worst brag. He, that would he be the absolute... all his demo games against me. That would be the worst you ever brag. No, you won the you very the sh- first. The very first one, you crit the shit out of him and just <laughs> you learn nothing because you exploded his face. Oh, that's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The very first game was great. Was like, Infinity's like, easy. Like Kappas are better than Thorakitis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect first game. Sweet. Well, that's it. So we will follow with this next week. And hopefully, I really hope we can get the ITS decks before we record again and be able to talk about the um what is it, endurance ops or whatever it's called. I really want to try that. That's going to be my, I think, my new favorite way to play. Just the shovel. I want the ones. decks because we have a tournament in 30 days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you start order some? I don't know. You should go find out. Let's find yeah, how many they ordered because you have a tournament. Did we even pre order them? I didn't. Then Dude, I should. When, I don't. I don't pre-order anything. I'm I get. It. I'm just saying, is if you get if you can have a tournament, you want to make sure you have this stuff. You could pick up the phone and call your store and get some put aside. But, but oh, wait, oh. Wait. <laughs> you get double the points if you don't prepay. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> All I hear is my order is not going to be fulfilled, and the game doesn't deserve my money anyway. <laughs> okay. There we go. Bye, everybody.